Zen Kai Khan! Zen Kai Khan! Zen Kai Khan! Zen Kai Khan! You are watching Viggo in high definition, and now... From Wicked Fair, this is The Congoer. Features. I'm Megan, and I am here with... Katie Cat. And Katie, uh, tell us exactly what, uh, what you do. Well, I'm an opera singer. I sing in German, French, Italian, Latin, uh, Czech, and English. I, I'm currently going for my master's degree at NYU Steinhardt for opera. <laughs> oh, wow, that is a lot. Can you speak those languages or just sing them? Mm, parlo un po' l'italiano, ma non molto bene. I can speak a little Italian, not very well. Um, but I, I, I understand French and German better than I can speak it. And Czech, I'm just beginning. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have a coworker who's from the Czech Republic and he teaches us words all the time. He's really awesome. It's a really interesting language to sing in. All the r and the sh, you know, like the, the uh, consonants are really interesting to use for dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're singing in different languages, like I've sang, I'm a singer mm -hmm. as well. I'm not as awesome as you are, but I've, <laughs> I've sang in choir mm -hmm. and, um, you know, college and high school and church. Yeah. And we've sang in Spanish. Do you sing with like an accent or how do you, I'm terrible at accents. Yeah, no. How do you, how do you we work use, all that? We use a system called the International Phonetic Alphabet or the IPA, which is a system of symbols which stand for sounds rather than the actual letters of the words. And um, that can help you understand how to pronounce everything. Um, we translate everything twice. We translate the literal translation, um, which is word for word for word for word, and then the idiomatic translation, which is the poetic translation so it makes sense in your head. Um, and so we know what we're singing. We know exactly how to pronounce it. We use the IPA and we also will listen to native speakers. Um, so it's a lot of language research and a lot of um, literary research to, in order to prepare a piece for performance. Wow, that is, it's kind of like a spark notes or a yeah, it really singing is. for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. Oh wow, that is amazing. So where, where do you perform primarily? Um, I love particularly performing at Wicked Fair. I really, really do. People are like, opera, Wicked Fair, what? No, that, like, That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, no, I really, really do. Um, the people at Wicked Fair are amazing. People come up with the most incredible costumes and everybody is so supportive of no matter who you are, you have a place to be at Wicked Fair. And um, coming here into that environment um, really gives an artist um, a chance to find their following and to find new followers, to find you know people who maybe haven't been interested before but really want to expand their interest and learn more. So it's wonderful to perform in those kind of events. I also do a lot of arts um, arts conventions and um, I sing in corporate events. I really anywhere that'll hire me. I mean, outside of opera companies and stuff like that, I, I you know I do le legitimate performing. But um, I really love these the Wicked Fair event particularly particularly. Well, that's great. Uh, let's see. Uh, where's the biggest place that you've uh, performed? Um, I think, well, biggest, the most special place. Um, I, w I worked um, uh, with the Spoleto Arts Symposium in Spoleto, Italy, um, and I performed at the Cayo Meliso, which is one of the very first opera houses ever built. It's a very tiny, 
really ornate little place with a raked stage, meaning it's slanted, and uh, with like four inch heels going, oh my God. And I sang um, Puccini's O Mio Babino Carro in front of an Italian audience, and I didn't get tomatoes thrown at me. So that means my Italian is pretty decent. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have known that you were American. Um, they can tell, you know, and I mean, there's definitely a, um, uh, a stigma against young American opera singers singing in other languages. You have to be really particular to be respectful of those people who, you know, really do speak that language. Yeah. So. They're probably just sitting there like, hmm. Mm -hmm. Judge, judge. The critics do. But you know what? Opera is such an incredibly powerful art form that I think, I think it needs to learn how to be a little more supportive. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely a fan of opera and a lot of classical music, so I, I definitely appreciate it. That's awesome. Go to the Met. The Met actually has cheaper seats than you would think. Oh, okay. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's incredibly powerful. Incredibly. And it's more powerful once you realize that those people are actually using their bodies. They're not, they're not mic'd. Mm -hmm. They are singing over an entire full orchestra unmiked. That is an incredible, that's like a superpower. Yeah. It's incredible. You know, I, I really think, um, like, you guys know the, um, the um, Black Canary. Mm -hmm. You know, the opera singer, martial artist, you know, superhero from the comics. Yeah. That, that's really the closest thing that we have to a superhero in, in this world, really, is like martial artists and opera singers. <laughs> so, um, how, when did you start singing? Like, as a, like a child, or when did you know um, that you enjoyed opera? Um, well, um, I've always been singing, always, um, and I grew up on 33 acres of forest, and I was, I was the kid everybody picked on, and, you know, a lot of people can, can identify with that, and I would go out in the woods, and my, my sword and shield was singing, was my voice, and to just, you know, this power that I felt inside me to, to fill the air with this sound really inspired me, and then I heard, um, Dvorak's Song to the Moon from his opera Rizalka, which is in Czech, and um, I, I was so inspired, I, I just, that was what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I made the decision right then and there that that's what I wanted to do, and now I've grown up, and uh, last night I got to sing that aria opening for Voltaire. Oh, wow. And it was, an, it was a tremendous honor, and um, I, had, I actually hired a videographer to, to get that video, so that'll be, that video will be up on my website. Shameless plug, katiecatopera.com. It's katiecat, cat with a K, opera.com. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure meeting yeah. you and interviewing nice you. Thank you, too. And I will ha we will definitely have to check out your website. Oh, please do. And... Um, any new performances coming up? Um, I'm Well, I'm working tech because I do everything. I'm not just a performer. I do everything. I'm working tech for Deflator Mouse at Steinhardt. Um, and then I, um, I'm working on a new opera, which is called Pillow Talk. And it's actually um, brand new, written in English um, for, um, I think it's three singers. Um, and it's basically about a man who falls in love with a Japanese teen idol, but she's a pillow, like she's in the form of a pillow. So it's like kind of a little risque topic for an opera, but it's really interesting. Um, and then um, I'm going to be actually writing something for the Steampunk World's Fair, um, putting that together with some of my cohorts from, from Steinhardt. And writing a, a song? Writing an opera. Oh, an opera, so, okay. Yeah, I'm be writing a short piece or doing a couple scenes at Steampunk. And I also um, am considering doing a vocal master class at um, Steampunk World's Fair to open it up to people who 
want to experience their own, man, you know, their own steam, you know, their own steam power that they can utilize in their voices. So I'm, I definitely have to go to that. I'm I a, to. I'm a high soprano. So fantastic. Let's do it. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a date. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I'll see you there. All right. Well, thank you once again. Thank you again. And uh, nice to meet you guys. Yes, nice to meet you too. Thank you.